Okay, so as I mentioned, I'm now taking lessons with two teachers. The first one is Tom Hess, or at least his his company. I'm doing uh, what's called correspondence lessons, which are basically PDFs that have been prepared for me based on a survey. And it's okay. It's working out okay. Um, I, I started it because when I went to the conferences, I saw all these young, for lack of a better word, metalheads, uh, being able to play all these techniques that I don't use at all. And I think that if I learned them, I could be so much more expressive. Uh, you know, heavy metal techniques like sweep picking and and tapping and all kinds of things um, that people in Ithaca don't ask me about and I personally never use. But I, it's going to be great when I can use those. But the, the correspondence lessons are okay. You know, just reading PDFs is is okay but the the in-person lessons that I'm taking are amazing so I'll tell you about them in a minute but I can't believe it took me so long to go without taking lessons again the amount of things that I can do now rhythmically uh, because my lessons are on rhythm is just way beyond what I thought I could do um, my teacher is a drummer and I'm not learning to play the drums. He just comes and maybe brings a snare drum, but sometimes doesn't bring anything. And just tells me what to do so I can expand my rhythmic vocabulary. So I'm not going to go on about it, but you know, I can play phrases in 3, 5, or 7, or you know, over 4-4. Four, four, um, and I can combine those. And I can also play and write in various time signatures. I mean, I was always able to do 3, 5, and 7. But now my depth of understanding and how to per, per, like levels of permutation within those, you know, like time signatures in three, five, or seven are much greater. And I also have no problem playing in nine, eleven, thirteen, fifteen, and I've even written recently a composition in seventeen. So um, one of my next albums is going to be called uh, What Are the Odds? So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So anyway, it's just way beyond what I... Th I just forgot how great it is taking lessons and how my enthusiasm and level of motivation for practice are so much higher than they were last year and the things I'm doing are so much more fun. And it's all because I decided to invest in lessons. I can't believe I went... Even though I, I talk about these things, how great lessons are, I went without lessons... Uh, for so many years just because I thought, well, I'm, I have enough to work on. And I'm still working on those things. And I've learned a lot from, from teaching as a result of taking lessons. And I wrote an article on this, and I'm going to summarize it for you. And this is all in an article called What I Have Learned About, taking, what I have learned about Teaching from Taking Lessons Again. And if that's something you want to read, let me know and I'll give you a copy. But I'm going to summarize it for you. Number one, keep it simple. In the beginning, my teacher would always give me possibilities, you know, of which there were so many and I would easily get overwhelmed. And then it took, you know, a few sessions for me to just say, look, just tell me what to do. Just p you pick, you the teacher with all your experience, pick the thing, the one thing that I'm supposed to do for this week and I'll do it, you know. So that's what I mean by keep it simple. I, I try not to overwhelm you guys with possibilities. I try to just narrow it down and decide for you what would be the best thing to do just for that week. Two, balance oral and visual. This is kind of goes without saying. I mean, people, some people are more visual and others are more oral, but we all learn with both. So uh, I always record at the end of my lesson 
not only do I write down the exercises like in musical notation, but I also record at the end of the lesson how it, they should sound so I can easily go back to it. Three, balance information with implementation. Well, you guys know how I feel about training and training is where the real transformational magic happens. And I, I don't use that phrase lightly. I mean, giving information is fine, but everybody knows it's in practice that you really get better. But how efficient is that practice when you go home and it's been two or three days or more, um, you know, or it's been six days and you have to practice because you know you're coming back for your lesson seven days later or something for those of you only coming once a week. So the solution is training. Training is where there's no no um, new material being shown and it's just implementation and integration. Number four, less is more. Um, from the point of view of the teacher, the teachers always want to give more because we think that that's our role. Our role is to quote teach. But really, you know, our role is as a trainer and a mentor and a coach. And so being a student now that I'm a student with a live teacher, you know, I really appreciate when he doesn't give me new information and just supervises me and 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 like that. I find v a huge amount of value in that. In fact, I had to teach him how to do that because he he's right out of college. He's in his twenties, so um, you know he's less than half my age. And um, I had to I didn't di directly tell him that, but over the course of working together, he's learned sort of how to teach me and presumably every other student that he'll ever have if he chooses to teach. Number five, it's all about consistency. Um, the progress I've made, it's been about a year. It all started when he told me, I told him I was having trouble implementing certain rhythmic concepts and he told me about a book to get, which I did. I got it for Christmas and I asked him, was the book you know, accessible? And he said it was dense but accessible. Well, when I got the book, I realized it was um, a lot more dense uh, than it was accessible, or at least I was more dense. <laughs> but anyway, uh, over the course of the year, there wasn't any one thing that I did that was so dramatic to transform my rhythmic vocabulary. I'm sure there's a lot more work to be done in this area. I know there's a lot more work, and it's great work. But what I'm saying is I didn't do any one thing that transformed. It was just you know consistent every week. I know you know this. I'm just repeating because it's important to reflect on it. You get better quick, but not all in one shot. It, it With consistent effort, you get better super quick. And you, you get to a place that is way beyond what you thought you could do, like me with the rhythms. Number six, build slowly and trust. It's the job of the teacher to have a master plan. It's the job of the student to trust the teacher that he has a master plan and to just do what he says, you know. So it, it took us a while to get a groove going, but I now that I now that I know now that I gave him, I gave him initially the trust to just choose what I'm supposed to do, and I trust that it's working because I see the results. Number seven, results are guaranteed. Now this part I'm gonna read exactly how I typed it. They say there are no guarantees in life. Well, I propose that as long as the following ingredients are in place, there is no way you won't succeed as a student. It is virtually impossible not to play the way you want to play if 
One, the teacher genuinely wants the student to succeed. Two, the teacher has a master plan for the student. Three, the student trusts the teacher. Four, the student does what the teacher says to do. And five, the student sticks with it. That's actually a pretty direct formula, right? Can it really be that straightforward? Well, let's go back to point number one. Keep it simple.